tortoise. Hello, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, what the UK's COVID inquiry has revealed about Rishi Sunak's record as Chancellor during the pandemic. That's after a short break. It's July 2020. The country has only recently emerged from the first lockdown and Rishi Sunak is serving food at a Wagamama restaurant on London's South Bank. (laughs) He was the Chancellor then and he's there to celebrate the announcement of his Eat Out to Help Out scheme. To get customers back into restaurants, cafes and pubs and protect the 1.8 million people who work in them I can announce today that for the month of August, we will give everyone in the country an eat-out-to-help-out discount. But there were two important figures also working for the government who claim they weren't kept in the loop about the scheme before it launched. So, um, eat-out-to-help-out, you've already told us that you didn't know anything about um, this policy decision until after it had been taken. Correct. One was Patrick Valance, the government's chief scientific advisor. He's speaking here to Andrew O'Connor KC at the COVID inquiry last week. You've also told us that it inevitably increased the number of infections and therefore it must follow, mustn't it? It must have increased the number of deaths. It's highly likely to have yes. done so. The other was Chris Whitty, the government's chief medical officer. The COVID inquiry was told he referred to the scheme as eat out to help out the virus. And the head of the Cabinet Office COVID-19 task force said his team had been completely blindsided by the Treasury when they heard about the scheme. Rishi Sunak hasn't given evidence to the inquiry yet, but in his witness statement, Rishi Sunak said he didn't recall any concerns about the scheme being expressed during ministerial discussions including those attended by Patrick Valance and Chris Whitty. The inquiry has heard how, as the virus spread in early 2020, there were lots of discussions and indecision about how to control it. In mid-March, the government advised against all non-essential contact and told hospitality businesses to close. Then, on the 23rd of March, Boris Johnson announced the first national lockdown. From this evening, I must give the British people a very simple instruction. You must stay at home. As Chancellor, it was Rishi Sunak's job to worry about the impact on the economy. And he wasn't alone in worrying about the impact of lockdowns on people's lives. Chris Whitty was concerned about things like loneliness and depression. But the inquiry has shown that by mid-March in 2020, Number 10 and its rafts of advisers felt there was little choice if they wanted to stop the NHS being overwhelmed. That meant the Treasury needed to move fast to protect the economy the best it could. We're setting up a new coronavirus job retention scheme. That means workers in any part of the UK can retain their job even if their employer cannot afford to pay them and be paid at least 80% of their salary. 11.7 million people were furloughed through the scheme, saving millions of jobs 
and helping businesses stay afloat when they were forced to shut. But it was expensive, so the Treasury didn't want it to go on for too long. And by summer 2020, things were looking up. From the 25th of this month, July, we've already committed to reopening indoor gyms, pools and other sports facilities. From the 1st of August, we will update our advice on going to work. The government began telling people to get back to work, to eat out to help out. Then cases were starting to pick up again. And with the COVID vaccine still months away, scientists were ringing alarm bells. Here's Professor John Edmonds, a leading epidemiologist and member of the government's scientific advisory group, SAGE, speaking to Tortoise. You could see in September, cases in hospital were starting to accumulate again. We were starting to see cases in, in care homes again, despite the testing that was in place then and so on. So, um, you know, it was all kicking off again. We'll have more after the break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. By September 2020, the scientists were saying a second lockdown was inevitable and the Treasury was worried once again about the impact it would have on the economy. It was also concerned about the cost of other measures designed to stop the virus spreading. In a private diary entry that month, Patrick Valance wrote that the Chancellor was... Blocking all notion of paying to get people to isolate despite all the evidence that this will be needed. An entry in October 2020, just before the country was forced into another national lockdown, reveals that Dominic Cummings, who was Boris Johnson's chief advisor, said Rishi Sunak thought the government should just let people die and that's OK. Another said Rishi Sunak was overheard saying ministers should focus on handling the scientists, not the virus. It seems that Rishi Sunak tried to do just that. A Sunday Times investigation reported that a meeting on the 20th of September 2020 was orchestrated by the Chancellor for the Prime Minister to hear alternative views. The people invited to the meeting were nicknamed the Let It Rip Brigade. They included a leading Swedish epidemiologist who had masterminded Sweden's anti-lockdown policy and Oxford University professors who had advocated for herd immunity. That meeting, as well as pressure from backbenchers and influential parts of the media, meant Boris Johnson delayed reintroducing lockdown measures. But in the end, England's second lockdown came anyway. During Prime Minister's questions last week, Rishi Sunak was asked about not seeking advice from Patrick Valance or Chris Whitty about his Eat Out to Help Out scheme. It was the case that the government took advice from scientific advisers, and again, that's exactly what this inquiry will go over. In an interview with The Spectator magazine, during last summer's Conservative leadership campaign, Rishi Sunak said the government shouldn't have empowered the scientists in the way that it did. Dominic Cummings responded by saying that Rishi Sunak was suffering from rewrite history syndrome, 
Rishi Sunak will give evidence to the inquiry in the coming weeks. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by Phoebe Davis and Imi Harper. It was mixed by Matt Russell. Tortoise. Hello, it's James Harding. I'm Tortoise's editor and I'm the host of The News Meeting, the podcast where three people debate which story should really lead the news. On the most recent episode, we were joined by the businesswoman and campaigner Gina Miller, who discussed obesity and people dropping out of the workforce. We also discussed Russia's push into northern Ukraine and the feud between Drake and Kendrick Lamar. To listen, search for the news meeting on Tortoise News wherever you get your podcasts.